Hello, beautiful souls. Thank you to everyone who has listened to any episode that I've already posted. It means so much to me to be able to share my thoughts, my perspectives on this amazing and safe platform and have those who would like to listen come and listen. Those who align with my energy feel called and I'm very appreciative of you all. Um, I wanted to talk about being triggered, having an inner child that's still, you know, healing and working on healing certain wounds. As I, I don't think I necessarily went into detail before, but my spiritual awakening for me was the start of a generational cycle breaking and I have a very religious family um and I was raised that way as well but from 13 and 14 I had very personal experiences with the unconditional love and the presence of God God meaning the universal consciousness and oneness of all. So I I I wasn't necessarily practicing Christianity because you know it was it was what I knew I was practicing because what I experienced I had never experienced before. And Getting back into spirituality has reminded me of this amazing presence of my ancestors' presence, of my spirit guides' presence, of the universe's presence all around me. And in November of, in January of 2021, this year, I got my first tarot deck. And I posted it on Snapchat. And one of my sisters, my eldest sister, which is now, I know this is clearly a boundary that I have now, um, disrespected my boundaries. um, But after I posted my tarot deck on Snapchat, she texted me and she's like, oh, what's this deck? That's this tarot deck. And before I was even into spirituality, because my gateway into spirituality was astrology. So the way I knew tarot for the first month or first three weeks of having it was like a lot of people just use this to, you know, use astrology, like astrology and tarot are basically interconnected, which they are. But at the time, my knowledge was like, you know, astrology helps tarot cards <laughs> predict stuff. So, and you know, I have a amazing perspective now about that. And I'll share that a little bit later. But she texted me and she told me, you know, stay away from stuff like that. I don't know what doors that I'm opening and she's just looking out for me. And, you know, anyone who looks out for me, you know, doesn't disrespect boundaries in that way. Like, my life is my life first and no one is allowed to tell me how I am going to live it. Um, 
So probably for from January until April, I went through a huge transformation. I learned so much about myself, about my own spiritual practices, about my own journey in spirituality. And I had to hide it from my family. Um, I still wore my crystals on me and stuff like that. But, you know, when I visited home or I would tuck them and I, I am done sacrificing my identity for anyone, anyone in this world. I will never do a such thing again to myself and I refuse to. So in... April, I went home and I had a dream, a prophetic dream, actually, that my father, like I mind you, when I went home, I didn't even set like my crystals and stuff out. I put them in a drawer. So a lot of my stuff, like my incense, my candles, a lot of my stuff I tucked in a drawer. And I had a prophetic dream the night that I got there and my dad, (laughs) My crystals were on my dresser, which in reality, in, well, not reality, but in the astral room, they were there. But in 3D, they weren't. So in my dream, my father was like, my crystals and all of my spirituality stuff was laid out. And my father was like bothering it and touching it after I specifically asked him not to. And at the time, I didn't really know what the dream was about, but I think it was a week later and, or two weeks later, and I closed all ties with my father because he was a narcissist and he had narcissistically abused me since I was about in fourth or fifth grade. Um, and I believe I was either 10 or 11 in those, in those grades. So from 10 until a couple weeks before my 19th birthday, he was abusing me and I tried to have a boundary, a boundary relationship with him, but him being a narcissist, he just disrespected my boundaries anyways. And after being disrespected so many times, I decided he no longer deserves access to my energy. So he's not a person that I communicate with or really see like all my energy is, I cut my energetic core, all of my energy that was going towards that relationship or the thoughts of him or why he's the way he is has gone back into me and I've called my power back and I am so grateful for that. So I left home and like it was the first step I took as living as my authentic self because I told my family like I'm not going to college. College is not for me and I was only going to make a person proud who wouldn't any no matter what I do, it would never be enough for him. So I decided to choose myself. But I say that to say and give a little background about how my family, how I feel in regards to myself and my family.
connected necessarily. So I feel like I don't, I can't really be, not I can't be, because I am going to be my authentic self no matter who's offended. But I have a family who do not, who does not accept all parts of me. And they like to lie to themselves and tell themselves that they love me. <laughs> but love is unconditional. Love that has conditions is simply love that wants to control and manipulate. And I am, I have no use for those things in my life anymore. And I refuse to allow them access to my energy if they are going to continue to disrespect my boundaries, expect me to sacrifice my identity, expect me to believe the things they believe. I am me and no one else, no one else can define me but me. And I the only perception of myself that I am concerned with or care about is my own. So I went about three months without talking to any of my family. I had them blocked, no contact. I wasn't viewing their social media. I had them blocked on every social media as well. Um, and... I believe it was, I don't remember, I think it was July 31st, I decided. I I woke up, I saw a tweet, and I decided, like, I'm no longer harboring this resentment towards them because it's blocking my flow, my harmony, my creativity, my happiness is harming me, and that's not, and I don't want that. So I made that decision that day to forgive them for disrespecting my boundaries, for not standing up for me when I expose my dad for the narcissist he is. And I have no problem with that anymore because I can stand up for me and I shouldn't expect no one else to do it because I can do it myself and I'm okay with that. I have no problem standing up for me. I will always stand up for myself and I will always choose myself. I will continue to make that choice every day of my life. So I sent them a pretty direct and assertive um, text in a group chat. And the main reason, honestly, that I really, really, really wanted to forgive them was so that I could pick up the phone and call my nieces and nephews without feeling any way towards their parents. And, you know, now I can. Now I can call my nieces and nephews whenever I want. And they really are my pride and joy. I am also healing for them. I'm healing for their future generations as well because I want them to know that they can do it differently. They can do it differently. No matter what anybody tells them, they can do it differently. Their heart, their soul, and their intuition will guide them in this life. They do not have to listen to the thoughts of others, to the thoughts that were repeated to them for years because it was simply repeated to the person repeating it to them. And I want them to know that they can choose differently. They can choose themselves. They can choose whatever they wish to and not get backlash for it. And even if they do get backlash for it, well, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Because I am the only person who has to live my life. No one else can live my life for me. But since I've forgiving them and I'm talking to my nieces and nephews and they're sending me pictures of them again and I love it so I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for them still too and I can't wait to share 
the generational wealth, generational healing with them, generational knowledge that has been kept from us for years. As soon as they are ready to hear it, I'll never open myself to, I'll never subject myself to their judgment right now because their their perspectives and their minds are focused on one thing and they aren't ready for they aren't ready to hear my perspectives right now and that's okay too and if they are never ready to hear my perspective that's okay too because I will share it with the world anyways but I believe I had another dream following after forgiving them and also once I forgave my father and worked on and healed my father's wound I see me I'm a very transformative person I love healing I love growing I love transformation and recently my guys told me like yo take a fucking break from healing like you always trying to figure out what's next just give yourself time to enjoy the fact that you've grown so much already so after I heal my father wound, I'm like, boom, mother wound. It's time to it's time to get tackle you, and it hasn't been easy tackling my mother wound in any way, shape, or form. It has been messy. It has been triggering. It has been so painful, but I know it will be worth it in the end. And one of the biggest things that I am focusing on when it comes to my mother wound is my codependency. I have a lot of codependent patterns that I am in cycles that I am currently trying to break because they no longer serve me. And I don't wish to be codependent on anyone. I want freedom. I value freedom. And I want to feel free in every relationship, whether that's romantic or platonic. I want to feel free. But I had another dream. And in this dream, it was about, it was my mom and I, we were sitting on the beach, which is something we used to do a lot. So that might have been, that probably is something, has something to do with that too. But we used to go to the beach a lot together. And in this dream, we were in the beach, at the beach and I was sitting in front of her and I'm explaining to her like my lifestyle, what I practice, what I believe, my truth, my reality. And she looks at me, she stares at me, and she tells me, you have the devil inside of your head. And I woke up. And, you know, when I dreamt that, I was already, like, I already knew what it was referring to and what it was about. And it wasn't necessarily about her alone. It's about my entire family. But I am going to be me regardless, like... That's just some trauma that I have to, you know, unpack when it comes to my family. But I'm not going to allow anyone to make me sacrifice my idea, my ideals, my values, or my beliefs. And anyone who expects me to is selfish. I was also homeless for a few days this month. And I trusted the universe. And I got into my apartment three days ago and I'm so grateful for my guys for my ancestors for my spiritual team for always working behind closed doors for me because (laughs) I love you and I know you love me and it makes me feel amazing being so supported knowing that I have so much divine support but I was homeless and I believe I texted my mom and I asked her if I could come and stay with her. But I also, in the same text, I let her know, like, if 
me being me is going to make you uncomfortable, let me know and I will find another way or another place to stay. And of course, she texts back and she tells me like, of course I can come, but you're not able to practice witchcraft or have anything in my house that goes against the word of God or the one true Jesus Christ. Mind you, Jesus is not who the fuck they told y'all he is in the Bible. So like, chill. Jesus is a fucking light worker, just like me. Me and Jesus is homies. And Jesus would be upset that you're sitting here preaching about him when that's the opposite of what he wanted. So I text her back and I'm like, you know, no, thank you. Have a lovely year. Um, Because like I said, I'm not willing to sacrifice my identity for anyone anymore. And, you know, that helped me, that made me realize a little bit more that, you know, I may very well not have, not get to share my perspectives or feel welcome in my family, in this, in my family, in my blood relatives' presence anytime in this life or anytime soon as of now on my current path. But I'm okay with that because I have met so many people that accept me for me. And I don't give a fuck about people accepting me for me because I accept all parts of me regardless. And I love myself unconditionally at this current moment as I am. And I don't need anyone else to do that. I don't need anyone else to do that. So I trusted the universe, blocked her number back, and here I am, well... Yeah, here I am, what was it, three days later in my new apartment. And because I trusted the universe, and I always will trust the universe because it always shows me just how aligned we actually are. So this having a space safe space is something that I'm currently still working on. I guess I have some wounds still surrounding, you know, people who are meant who I expect to accept all parts of me that actually don't. Or people who I allow, or people who share their perspectives with me, but then when I share my perspective with them, you know, I'm shut down. And it triggers my inner child because my family doesn't accept me for me. And I simply want to be heard. But that's why I'm here talking to you all on this platform, because I am going to talk my shit. I am going to speak my truth. I am going to speak my reality. And I don't give a fuck who it offends. But there were two situations within the last three weeks, I believe, that were tests or just lessons from the universe. Um, You know, I feel, I always feel really called to speak my truth. And sometimes I speak that truth under others' truth, which is something that I'm having to unlearn. Like, just because someone shares their perspective doesn't mean I have to share mine with them. But the most recent situation was with someone that I would consider a friend. So they were sharing their perspective in a spiritual engagement group chat that we are both in, that we talk a lot in anyways. And we discuss in this group, not frequently, but when topics come that intrigue the members of the group, we do discuss. So this person shares a perspective about hell 
being very real and she referred to herself as a crazy Christian lady. And, you know, I guess that that those words were kind of what triggered me to want to share my perspective as well, because, you know, Christianity isn't the only perspective in life. And I would love for people to be open to that. So I shared my perspective with her, how I my concept, my belief, my reality, my truth about hell in this life and what's true for my life. And her response was very defensive. She told me I don't need to agree with her perspectives. And this is not a discussion group. It's an engagement group. And have a blessed evening. And a little bit more than that. And honestly, I might just read the messages. Okay, so I told her not everyone has the same perspective about hell. Though, my perspective is this is hell. I don't believe in a place where souls go and burn, but I can still hold space for your perspective. Souls definitely get annihilated, but if I said souls definitely get annihilated if the universe is giving them. But so many chances to clear their karma and they still decide to be malicious. I had an entity attached to me at birth that I had to purge and the universe annihilated it for fucking up every chance that the universe gave it. So she replied, I'm not asking you to agree with my perspective. If it doesn't resonate, let it fly. I'm not changing me to please anyone unless that someone is the creator. This is an engagement group chat, not a discussion one. There are chats for that, though. I'm in a couple myself. It's a beautiful way to build a community. Have a blessed evening. So after that message, I replied, I was just sharing mine, LOL. You too, with the heart. Then she replies, mind you, she didn't even read all of my messages before responding to me. So clearly her response was out of defense. So because I happened to have a different perspective than her, which clearly offended her. And I don't give a fuck. So she says, also, just finished reading your message. And I agree. That's what I said but in another way i said hell is a real place not at it not that it exists in a certain place don't miss the message being concerned about the messenger's personal belief just read the message or don't and this is when i feel she starts to get condescend condescending and she starts typing in a condescending tone and she also says I'm going to continue to read them. So I said, not concerned with any other's belief but my own. I obviously jumped the ship about being able to express my perspective with you. Again, have a nice evening. She said, let me break it down real quick because this is what we're not going to do. I've seen you do this exact thing to someone else. It's manipulative. Going to send a screenshot of that situation now for reference. Gossip stirs up strife. So she sends... um a screenshot of me sharing my perspective with someone else and then them yelling at me for sharing my perspective. So I told them to have a nice evening and they called me manipulative for that. So she so she has this screenshot in her phone for reference. So you already are harboring some kind of energy about me because why do you have screenshots of my interactions in your phone? That's some weird shit. So she says, blessed be, I pray you heal genuinely. This will be my last message regarding this. You didn't jump the ship, you crossed the boundary. And this is where I try to continue to be respectful, but she also is projecting in those, in those sentences. Like I'm not the one who needs to heal. I need to heal, like, 
well, not even need to, I, I don't need to share my perspective with certain, certain people. That's the lesson. Like, so I say, okay, love, I apologize if a boundary was crossed. I'm aware of it now and it won't happen again. Not sure how this screenshot is relevant, but again, have a nice evening. So she says, you did it again. Laugh my ass off. You just apologize and in the same breath, play victim. I played victim nowhere in that message. I simply asked her a question like, why Why is this screenshot relevant? And why do you even have it in your phone, fucking weirdo? So she says, here's an unsolicited word of advice since we're doing that. Do some shadow work. And I mean that in a very nice, graceful way. There's just no need to have wonky energy in this day and age. There are serious spiritual events unfolding in front of our eyes and your focus is off. God bless you. This is where I got ready to type like, okay, now you're cross- Now you're disrespecting my boundaries because you're defining my reality for me and no one gets to do that. You don't know what I need to work on in my life and you don't know where my focus is. You're not me, you dumb bitch. And excuse my motherfucking French, but after all this disrespect, I can't help myself. And I have every right to react how I would like to. But that's going to be the last time I say that, though, because I don't want the universe to think like I'm just flying off the hanger with the disrespect. But I just get very passionate when it comes to my values, my perspectives and my ideals. So she said, God bless you. And I tell her, you too. So then I blocked her and like it removed her from the group chat that we were in. And someone in the group chat came to me and said, would I unblock them? And I told her, no, I don't want to. I'll simply remove myself. So I removed myself from the group chat and I was in communication with the owner of the group chat and I just decided to get an outside perspective because honestly my inner child was triggered and I did I was crying I was crying for a little because I'm like this is someone like that I've had personal conversations with that you know we've talked to each other like on some kind of level of friendship and I'm like why are you being a fucking weirdo like I can't share my perspective with you so I'm just like Okay, cool. So after having a conversation with the owner of the group chat, I unblocked her and muted her so that we could both continue to have that safe space. Um, And, you know, I came back into the group chat. We cleansed the chat, saged the chat. And, you know, I gave my perspective and I was like, you know, I pride myself in the law of one. I do. Separation is not a practice that I wish to participate in. I love everyone because like, I love everyone. I literally love everyone. And because we are all one, we are all interconnected. No matter how different we are, I still love you. No matter how we like literally like no matter how different you are from me I love you regardless I will listen to your perspectives I'll always give everyone's perspectives a safe space because mine clearly have not always been allowed in certain situations and that's why I am going to once I do gain more listeners if you guys ever want to share all you have to do is hit me up on one of my socials send me a voice recording and I will put it in If you want to speak your truth, speak your reality, you are welcome to do it here. So then she's like, oh, we're sisters. Not She's like, not only are we grown as hell, but we're black as hell. We're sisters. Like, 
I'm not your sister. If I was your sister, then you would love me for me and you wouldn't get defensive because I'm sharing my perspective that's different than yours. Reading that made me uncomfortable. Like, I'm not your sister and you're not acting like a sister. So please do not call, try to call yourself my sister. That's ill. That's nasty. Then after I shared my perspective, you know, about, you know, us all being interconnected and us being all being one, she screenshotted it and sent it in a chat and was like, amen, amen, amen. If I could, I would scream, I love you out the window, but something, something, something. And I'm like, so now that I said something that pleases you, you think you're going to get back in. We're back in good. I'm like, no. So I text after that text, I sent her a text and I set a clear and concise boundary. I told her. My energy and yours no longer aligns. I don't wish to interact with you. I ask that you not interact. I ask that you not have conversations with, engage in conversations with or about me and including my tweets. I told her, yes, they are public, but if you do decide to still engage or interact with my tweets, I will block you again. And I don't mind losing this safe space if it means choosing myself. So I will simply block you and remove myself again. So then two hours later, she replies like, mad disrespectful, mad energy that she's been keeping in. And it was given a whole lot of two-faced energy, a whole lot of deceptive energy. Like if you're holding, if you felt this way about me, why were you still following me? Why were you still acting as a friend? Because you're two-faced as fuck. And she's like, God knows my heart and da, da, da. The universe uh, rewards those who are not judgmental. The universe knows everyone's intentions so if you're holding all of this in about me how was your intentions pure when interacting with me like that's dumb as fuck and that's weird and that's some snake shit bro but i'm glad that it got revealed because you know now i know who and not who i need to associate with and who i don't need to associate with when it comes to some people in on spiritual twitter and she's literally like sending like five paragraphs in the group chat about me and you know after that message and it was like two hours later so I got back in the chat and I'm reading it and I'm like I got ready to type I'm like damn like I'm starting to feel harassed but I'm like you know what I'm gonna save my energy because you already let me know we no longer align you already let me know like you showed your true colors to me and now I'm good off you and so I just continued, you know, to go about my day, about my night, as if, like, in the group chat, as if she was not there. So, you know, I was still sending in tweets and telling them the booze. And instead of, you know, replying to her, I have my own platform. So I went and tweeted my own tweet. And I spoke my truth. And in the end, it all worked out for me because <laughs> I'm in a new engagement group chat without her. And she's back on my block list. So thank you, universe. Thank you to my guides for removing such fake energy from my life. Because why are you acting like my friend if, like she claims, she never fucked with me from the beginning? Like, you're a fucking weirdo. Fuck out of here. But, you know, I love everybody. I still love her. And even though we had that interaction, I still love her because I love everyone. And I hope that she can heal. And I hope that she does the shadow work that she was trying to project onto me. But, you know, I'm so grateful for that lesson because it just showed me that, you know, I can speak my truth and I don't have to give a fuck about what others think like she did. Like, 
I'm open to my mind is open enough to have others share their perspectives with my, with me that may differ from mine because I could still learn something from you. Just because your perspective is this way doesn't mean I can I can't still read what your read your perspective from my perspective and still take something from it for my life. That's why I'm always open to learning new information no matter what. But I'm so grateful to all of you who haven't made it this far. I'm so thankful for your beautiful soul. You are amazing. And you are full of light. And don't let anyone dim it. Don't let anyone dim your light. Be true to you. You don't have to be perfect. All you have to do is be true to yourself and be you. It's so freeing living as your authentic self, especially when you don't give a fuck what people think about it. It's so freeing. And it was the best decision that I've made in my life. And I will continue to choose myself every day. I will continue to live as my authentic self every single day. And if you don't like it, so fucking what? But thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I'm so grateful for... I'm sorry for... uh, I'm so grateful for you. And I hope that you can learn something from these episodes and that... Once I start to gain more listeners, you guys feel more comfortable sharing your truth with me so that we can share your truth with the world as well, because this is a safe space and it will always be a safe space. Thank you for listening. Remember, say your affirmations. I thank the universe for waking you up. Be grateful for the breath inside of your body. Be grateful for the trees outside. And be grateful for the butterflies that fly across your nose.